Rebellio. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello friends, welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host Ezra, a.k.a. Bill. Also known as Sir Ezra the Watchful, History of Magic Professor, the Flannel Wizard, obviously. Yours truly me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Hello, Professor Kirk. How are you today? Welcome back to episode 57 from our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. This is our new segment, Harry Potter Hangout. Theories from Tenworth. Where we discuss additional thoughts and theories from the wizarding world. And today we'll be talking about, is Sybil Trelawney a fraud? And did she get anything wrong or right? Oh, how <laughs> dare you How dare you modify what I, what I wrote in there? I said, I wrote down specifically, did she get anything wrong? You know why I wrote those two questions? So that way I can, I can answer them both with a big, fat no. Oh. She is oh. not a fraud, and she did not get anything wrong. I hope that, you know, uh, gets to some people, okay? Mm-hmm. Because some people are like, oh, she's a fraud. I know. Yeah, what are you talking about? We're supposed to kind of think that because we see her through <laughs> Harry's eyes in the book, right? Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I'm totally just teasing, by the way. <laughs> That's my voice, just so you guys know, for anybody who, like, disagrees with me on anything. <laughs> even if it's me, even when I disagree with me, I'm like, oh, yeah, really? Ez, yeah, so <laughs> you think? Is that your inner monologue? Yeah. Dialogue? You think that's cool, huh? I just, I'm, I'm ridiculous, sorry. Uh, we're feeling it, we're feeling it. We're getting into some theories from Tenworth here. So, is she a fraud? To, to me, the answer is no. Remember during the chapter, we were talking about how as as she is, as her inner eye is focused in on the students or people right. coming and going, you're gathering so much information that it's just yeah. very quickly you might see. Okay, here's here's a reference to a Wheel of Time series. Spoiler, if uh, you're wanting to read that series, it's been out for a long time. But there's a character, her name is Min, and she can, there's a TV show out, uh, season one's out there, you guys can go watch it, it's, it's, it's fabulous. But this character can see, like, symbols and, like, um, uh, well, I guess, what would you call it, like, like an aura, or, or, or like, um, has feelings and emotions and, and can perceive things yeah. from these different characters. She can see a lot of stuff. So I feel like when right. I think about Trelawney as she walks into a room, there are just these symbols or there are things that she's picking up on with yeah. her inner eye. So as you move between people, if they're too close to one another, or if they're twins, right. and what you see, you know, that makes it, if you have identical twins, this mm-hmm. is the one that throws me when it gets when you get to uh, Padma. Um, it's always people want to say, well, Ron, I forget who, who he goes with or whatever, but like, beware the, the, the man with red hair, right, or whatever. Right. Uh, a red-haired man, and she like turns around, and stares at Ron, and Ron doesn't <laughs> actually go with her to the Yule Ball later. So people are like, "Oh, she got that wrong." 
uh, she has an identical twin. Right. Like that's that's okay. That makes sense. And that to me was sort of the like okay, she can make mistakes because she's perceiving things so quickly. She's not trying to sit down and make a formal. Uh, prediction or prophecy or whatever she's just taking in what she's seeing and rolling with it um people yes. people are like well give her she, some credit give her some credit people are t- often what people will say is that I, some people are probably so mad some people really 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 don't like trelawney and they like to like not like her or they like to think that she is just um that she's that she's truly a fraud and that she's yeah. they, they like to side with hermione and right. professor mcgonagall and i love those characters two of my absolute favorite characters but with Sybil Trelawney, I 100% think that I would have enjoyed her class. That I would have sat there and yes, just... Yes, for sure. Yeah. You know me what too. I mean? I, I would have had a, like a heyday with, with, with my buddies, just making predictions. Like Ron and Harry finally figure it out and they start just making stuff up, which she calls them out on. Her inner eye lets her know that they're just making stuff up in terms of their dreams and 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 stuff like that. So yeah. it, it, it's fun. Um, it's also kind of dire and kind of crazy, but I just say keep in mind that she that the way she's interpreting these these things is very quick and on the fly now back to my, my point about neville I was, I was driving towards this point with him she says or i'm sorry people will say well she she knew that neville was clumsy and so um like but a sharp, also how yeah how right <laughs> uh that some of the the gimmicks or the tricks or or whatever is that when you know that you might say to that person like by saying hey don't worry about breaking that thing that causes that person to be unsure of themselves around that cup and then extra nervous which then causes them to break it so you almost influence them towards the breaking of the cup by saying it ahead of time that's the whole matrix but it could also have the opposite effect that you're extra careful and exactly i mean right and but it still happened Mm -hmm. so there's no guarantee that he would break his cup right and, it, and it's, it's such but a weird it, thing because if you don't say anything at all, right. but you thought about saying something, the only person who knows, unless you wrote it down or something, right, that you were going to say something but didn't, is you. Right. And it's just sort of for what purpose? Anyway, so let me go through a couple of these because these are all the things that she has right. I have a list pulled up here that I wanted to share with you guys. So is Sybil Trelawney really a fraud? Uh, someone, this is going to pull, who we got here? John Mattering. John Maddinger. Mad Inger. There we go. Okay. Shout out to this person from four years ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, wrote these down. This is off the top of his head. And I, th- I thought it was really cool because they're bullet pointed out here and I just something for, for uh, our friends to kind of think about. She correctly sees that Harry is in grave danger multiple times. True. Ding. Okay. Correctly mm-hmm. gets the, the date of birth of part of Voldemort's soul living in Harry right. Remember, it's the, the whole midwinter prophecy that she makes looking at Harry, interpreting where Saturn was. Uh, in, in a position of power and the, the some astronomy stuff. And people are like, well, she got that wrong. Well, she got it right because Voldemort is the soul residing in Harry, uh, which okay. is cool. She sees the Grimm. And sure enough, there's a right. big black dog in uh, the picture. Let's see. Only Harry sees the Grimm before Sirius grabs Ron. So she sees the Grimm in the cup. We, we see it so, like in the whole, throughout the whole book. Right. Uh, she correctly predicts that one of the class will leave them forever. Hermione drops divination forever, right? She warns the Batil twins to be wary of a red-haired man. And we talked about that at the Yule Ball. That is Ron. Yeah. It's a, you know, mixed it up because of the twin, the identical twin situation, which just, you know, in the book they are, I, they're described as identical twins. 
Uh, she draws the lightning tower. I'm sorry. Yeah, she draws the lightning struck tower card from her deck, which is where Snape zaps Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but she dismisses it. So a lot of times she's drawing cards and she's like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. I'm not really sure. Harry catches yeah, her yeah. behind a suit of armor drawing things and she's the next one Wait, is he like does? yeah so he's behind a suit of armor and she's um riffling through some cards wow. and he's trying to hide from professors and stuff right and he's and she sees a dark boy who dislikes the questioner a dark boy dark haired i think it was dark haired boy okay who dislikes the questioner well that's harry hiding and doesn't want to be questioned and is like is trying to avoid her or whatever so <sighs> people are like well and she even says well, that can't be right she, she doesn't understand it she's trying to figure out yeah, what the card yeah. means well she doesn't know harry is hiding literally right behind the suit of armor and exactly and that's would, a, that's a good point because yeah. that shows you how and she mentions it it's it's difficult to interpret that's the main thing you have that inner eye some are more in tune with it than others Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm sure you can learn how to get more in tune with it and and again there might be some genetic predispositions and and some part can be acquired by by anyone right but to interpret that is the part that that gets tricky because Mm -hmm. do you see things that you didn't if you don't have the knowledge to put it into context yeah then she doesn't know anything really about those kids she says she doesn't go down to the castle a lot she doesn't probably interact and talk to other teachers a whole lot yeah and how does she she doesn't have the context yet about this class to make the perfect predictions right Mm -hmm. so that's why some of them are a little bit like she missed that it was not padme but but actually um provardi Padme. How did I just say Padme? Yeah, Padma. that's fine. Padma. Yeah, yeah. She said to Parvati, and it's actually Padma. Yeah. That's yes. yeah. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I mean, I was always amazed at how much she did predict and got right, and that I it. I don't know why the kids were not amazed mm. by how yeah, much yeah. She did. I mean, some were well, some lavender them, and, and yeah. When Neville breaks that cup, I'm like, yeah. I, if she said that to me, and then he breaks it later, I'm like. Did you guys is like he in on? Th- I was gonna say, did you guys talk Neville. about this before? Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, like Neville, how did you do that? If she told you you're gonna break that cup, how are you not super careful oh, not to break a cup? Uh, <laughs> put, put yourself actually in that classroom and walk out with Neville yeah. and, and be like, what would you have said to Neville afterwards? Like, hey, did you like do that, do that on purpose yeah. or what? <laughs> like, guys, guys, I I I don't know what happened, you know. Yeah. And then he broke. Did he break a second one or something? Yes, he did. Uh, yeah. So. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I totally now now was. no okay. I'm gonna go through the through the rest of yeah, this here yeah, too. Yeah. But but I will say that when she's she's coming down, she's mocked sometimes by the other. Um, when she says things like, "Oh, I didn't expect to see you here," right? This individual sitting at the table at Christmas, and McGonagall's like, "Well, I can't aren't you like kind of all knowing? Like, how would you how would you not know that this person or that you were gonna come down here?" See, I think it's so crazy to think that she knows absolutely everything, mm-hmm. and she knows every event or thing that's going to get going to happen in the future this is just a just an insight just a glimpse her that other people don't can't see at all they have no knowledge no inner eye no no connection to anything um well gosh i go back to like like i keep going back to like the wheel of time but like like the weaving (laughs) of the threads the pattern of life and and she can see that a little bit better than than other people and she gets glimpses of it right now the other thing is that a lot of times her predictions are about students and other people yeah. and not necessarily 
herself. Oh, do you think that's something I don't she can't see? I don't know if you can. If you can see your own future? Yeah, yeah. Or That'd be interesting. You, I've never thought about that. Even if you can, would you want to? Like how, how? Yeah, would you want to? Would that actually help you make decisions or would it drive you crazy? Right, because some people are kind of like, well, how did she not see that she was going to get fired by Umbridge? Or how did she not see... Uh, I like the thought that you can't really make predictions about yourself. Yeah, because oftentimes it's all about like people in close proximity to her, uh, people around her. Yeah. And it's not like she, you can't sit there. I mean, she could have a prophecy about some people that she doesn't know. Those those seem to be the big prophecies that like she blacks out. You know, it's like if you have a a prophecy of, I'm trying to think, the, you know, Madam President from the United States is going to have some... There's going to be some catastrophe or whatever. She doesn't know those mm-hmm. people. They're not in her circle, not in her mm-hmm. proximity. That might cause you to black out because you're really being shown something from, you know, magic realm or wherever the heck it's coming from. But it, it, just as you're interpreting the cards or you're, you're interpreting tea leaves mm-hmm. or, or things like that, I think it's pretty cool. You know, I, didn't, I had no idea what tea leaves were and that that was a thing. And we were watching... <laughs> Gonna, gonna expose ourselves here a little bit. We were watching Outlander the other day. <laughs> Great TV <laughs> yes. show. If y'all want to go watch it, um, and make sure that you know you're old enough to watch it too, though. Sorry, um, <laughs> but because it's it's an adult show. All right, but it was they were there was a, a I mean like a, a druid, yeah, right, a, yeah. a witch who was interpreting tea leaves and palm and, her, and, yeah, and palm, palm reading. reading yep. Yeah, that stuff is fascinating. So anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. And, and I just thought about her making the big predictions, right? One mm-hmm. with Dumbledore or the other one when Harry's in the divination classroom. Yeah. That yep. one day about the Dark Lord coming back. Yes. And yeah. she didn't remember. Did she remember the first one that she made to Dumbledore? Oh, my I gosh. I don't think Did so. Did she remember that she made the prophecy? I think I... she was, though. Like, she was not in that... St- because I was trying to think when she talked to Harry about the Dark Lord returning or the servant yeah. returning so to the Dark is... Lord, then she was in a trance state. And I feel like this is a state that you enter when you completely, like it takes over. Almost like when people meditate and they get into this in-between state where mm-hmm. it's just consciousness and sometimes they don't remember it, right? Yeah, so this is what it's, the wiki says, that Trelawney herself is not aware that she made the prophecy, merely remembering wow. that she came over faint. She just remembers that she fainted uh, okay, during okay. the interview at some point, which wow. she attributed to not having <sighs> eaten that day. Dumbledore had already decided he wasn't going to give her the job until he changed his mind when he heard this prophecy. So mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling because he was about to say, "Nah, sorry,", sorry. Yeah. and he's one of the smartest, wisest yeah. wizards in the wizarding world, and he couldn't, he couldn't perceive that that she has some of these talents. Or I, I think it's her nervousness. It's it's her. She, I, I don't know. Like she, she's. Um, it's it's how she processes the information and then how she communicates it to you, the individual. Like she's getting something, but then she's overcome and she faints. And or she's like they do a great job in the film where she's walking up to the kids and she bumps into the table. Right. She's kind of clumsy. Mm-hmm. She's she's kind of maybe her thoughts aren't um, super organized and she can't <laughs> she can't spit that back out right. in a way that makes people go like, oh, my gosh, wow, it's amazing. And like she, she might be mixing things up here or there. But yeah. So the prediction is believed to refer to uh, Voldemort 
and Harry, who was born on the 31st of July. That's yeah. the big one that she yeah. that she gets right, that she passes out. That's the one that will go to battle for. That's what literally mm-hmm. causes the Potters and, and the Longbottoms to go into hiding. Yeah. Right? So both of those, as Dumbledore interpreted, were individuals who had thrice defied the Dark Lord um, and had the were, someone who the someone who was coming, Harry or Neville, with the power to vanquish right. Baltimore, was coming right at the end of July. And both of them were expected yeah. to yeah. be. Yeah. So... Just kind of wild. Now, interesting fact here. Does anybody know Professor Trelawney's middle name? Mm, Are you looking at? Did you look at it? Unfortunately, I saw it when it was about the prophecy and the initials, and then it just popped out. Yeah. So So Sybil. S P T. S P T. Sybil uh, Patricia. Patricia. Right. So when they see that later on, um, that's how they identify the prophecy on row ninety-seven. By the way, ninety-seven. Just so you guys know, Department of Mysteries. Uh, right? Yeah. Yes, that's okay. correct. So SPT to APWBD <laughs> uh, to Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore, right? So that's who the prophecy was made to. I wonder how that whole process goes down. Like, does he does oh. he have to take it to the Hall of Prophecies and he has a memory of it and it's captured in an orb? Or was it just... No, I think they just... It just it just appears. creates. Yes. It just created. It was By so, making the prophecy, it's created. Yeah, it's yeah, created yeah. there. I don't Holy think he smokes. ever went... I mean... Wow. Otherwise, you would wonder: Doesn't Trelawney have to go too? To, That's what I was saying. Know, yeah. So I, I never understood how the how that worked. I guess it's like, yeah. So she makes the the mm-hmm. prophecy, and then they're sitting there, and like, oh, here comes a crystal bulb, you know, with a prophecy yeah. in it. That's crazy, kind of, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that was the big one, and then the other big one that we know she gets right is, yeah, the servant rejoins his master. It will happen tonight. The Dark Lord lies alone, friendless, abandoned by his followers. His servant has been chained these 12 years. So Pettigrew, chained mm-hmm. essentially to his Animagus form. Right. Tonight, before midnight, the servant will break free and set out to rejoin his master. The Dark Lord will rise again with his servant's aid, greater and more terrible than he ever was. Tonight, before midnight, the servant will set out to rejoin his master. Boom. Dang. Makes the prophecy, gives you chills. That's the and the, the, the wiki calls it her second true prophecy, where where she blacks out and doesn't remember it, etc. But it's made in front of I think Harry Potter, right? Yeah, yeah. So now back to the list of things that she that she's gotten right. Um, there's okay. So we we left off with yeah. She sees that Hermione's going to go. Um, oh, the table thing is interesting. Yeah, fascinating. That's one of the most fascinating predictions. That, right. That she that she's she she warns Dumbledore like no sorry there are you know that if if I sit down then we shall be thirteen. That was Christmas, right? This right. year, or right? Which year? Uh, that is uh, let I me see. don't know which year it is, but. Beginning. The whole point is Dumbledore stands up to allow her to sit down. There were already 13 because Pettigrew is there. So it's this year it's because um, Peter Pettigrew is the is scabbers. Right. So there were 13 dining there already. That that was what was yeah. the interesting, you know, you know, part was. So, there. yeah, it must have been because after that scabbers is not a thing. Anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Scabbers, yeah. Yeah. So it's that Christmas. Yep. Yep. You're right. Yep. And then Dumbledore is the one first to die. Who rises, doesn't know they're 13, and he is the yep. first of that table to die. To die. Later on, it happens, they say again in Deathly Hallows. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. Different members of the Order. 
right Remus. And the first one to rise was Sirius. Oh, Sirius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Die, first one to die. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi. Right. Those 13 people. And then it happens again, I believe, when they get back at the burrow. Moody. And no, I oh. think it was after Moody's death. Oh. And I have to triple check. I'm just going, <gasps> oh off, a, goodness. going off a memory. But I think... A lot of them were sitting there who did die, but the first to die, I believe. We don't know the sequence of like, did did Fred die first and then Tonks or whoever. 13 but I people think gathered Remus. in the burrow to mourn the death of Alistair Moody. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, Lupin stood up and offered to lower for Moody's dead body. Later yep. in the Battle of Hogwarts, Lupin was killed by Dolohov. Fred and Tonks were also killed, but as the time of Lupin's death is unknown, it was possible that he was the first. Yeah, it's possible. And I like to think that he wow. died for Tonks, possibly. Yeah. You know, is that he that he died defending her and and others, right? Which is which is crazy. Um, I also like to think that Fred uh, saw George, you know, in, in a pickle and stepped in front of something to save George. I think yeah. Fred did, you know. It's yeah. nuts. Anyway, it's a little headcanon there. So the the people, you know, 13 at the table is very interesting. Uh, she more or less accurately predicts the death of Lavender's rabbit, which people yeah. are like, well, wait, she wasn't really dreading that. But again, I go back to the inner eye thing. She just sees something traumatic going to happen to this girl. Yeah. And whether she used the right word or not in terms of dreading it, mm-hmm. um, something will happen on that date. I see a rabbit dying. Yeah. Why doesn't she just say... Maybe she just sees the girl crying 
and Maybe. and she doesn't see she, yeah. right. She doesn't actually see the rabbit dying. She doesn't quite know what it is, so she assumes that it's something that she's dreading and it's going to happen right. on that day because she's thinking about loss or someone's sick. She doesn't know lavender. She right. doesn't know she has a rabbit. So if she saw the rabbit, I think she would just flat out say, "Hey, your rabbit's going to mm-hmm. die on this day or whatever." Right. We don't know exactly how she experiences and perceives like a yeah. prediction. Yep. If that's pictures in her mind or or right what? exactly dialogue uh, or maybe it's different forms yeah yeah she also sees that uh harry and ron are dodging their reported dreams or, or the predictions that they're making so she she sees that that's not um that they're that they're uh bouncing away from that uh she definitely warned umbridge off telling her that she was in grave danger uh umbridge brought that <laughs> on herself though right but <laughs> still it it is that is true um, kind of, but in this case, you do get the feeling she's just super nervous and doesn't know what to say. And yeah. it, again, she says it in the first lesson, going down to the castle, interacting with all that stuff mm-hmm. is clouding her inner eye. I'm sure that the stress yeah. of dealing with Umbridge and her, all her stuff True. and thoughts and that it definitely clouds her inner eye and she right. gets, she panics. Yeah. Yeah, so if the inner eye can be clouded by things, and I'm sure that it can be, I'm sure yeah. that's in the textbook somewhere or whatever, uh, and that's her that's her go-to, Yeah, be, I mean, maybe that does happen because of her yeah. confidence issues, because she's trying to live up uh, to her grandmother's, um, you know, sort of fame, lots of things, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she got the two big right. Now, the one that everyone argues about is like, well, she said she's predicted a, a student would die every year since she's been at Hogwarts. We don't know who the students are. We and, don't yeah. know um, whether they did die or, or didn't. Um, we don't know who they are. And they may have. Right. So we up don't at, know. Up at that point, yeah. McGonagall says they have not. But the next year, does McGonagall fill us in? Did one start to die that that in the, in the fort in Goblet or of Fire. they all died in the hog uh, the battle of hogwarts battle of hogwarts or Maybe at what point that. in time yeah. yeah so she predicts death um i know everyone kind of thinks it means like well that year that she's predicting their death yeah. or whatever uh, but well i guess like yeah not everybody could have been at the, in the battle because if she predicts one student per year and she's been there for what 14 years or longer mm-hmm then they are not at Hogwarts anymore. They're, they probably haven't yeah. fought in the battle. But still, yeah, we don't know really what happened after, yeah. after their school career. So, yeah. Right. It's not... We can't say it's wrong. No. We can't for sure say, no, that was a wrong prediction because she didn't give a time when. Right. I think it was just to say uh, non-natural, whatever that is, non-natural death. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, so... Um, Can I read something interesting to you? Yeah, for sure. That This is from the Goblet of Fire. When Trelawney, while discussing star charts, commented that given his dark hair, mean stature, and tragic losses so young in life, Saturn was likely in a position of power when he was born and suggested that he was born in midwinter. And you're like, wait a second. Harry was born in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But interestingly, and that's what the wiki suggests, and unknown to both of them at the time, you have Voldemort's yeah. part of the soul in there. Mm-hmm. We know that Tom Riddle was dark haired. We know he had tragic losses so young in life. He was born on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's 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 wild. So it's wild. So that there you go. That's the information we don't always know. She doesn't know Harry's hiding yeah. behind the armor. She doesn't know that there's a a horcrux inside of Harry. Um, so she's not all knowing, trying to figure out what these things mean in relation to those people. Right. 
And as we get more information, we're like, now that kind of makes sense. And that's mm-hmm. sort of the nature of, of prophecies. Right. Let me blow your mind. Okay. I, I know people thought, okay, we've heard all this is whatever. And you thought, I'm not getting anything out of this episode, blah, blah, blah. And I, I hear you out there, okay? You're like, you, you've, you've done your research on Sybil Trelawney, and you think you know everything about it, okay? Let me just ask people a question. We were just talking about the Ministry of Magic and, and the Department of Mysteries, uh-huh. right? How, do, how are prophecies, you know, recorded? Right, Row 97, right. what happens? So someone is, and I, I, this is why I love going into the, into the forums and seeing people discuss these things. So was Sybil Trelawney's second prophecy also recorded by the ministry and stored oh. in the Department of Mysteries? Now think about the implications of this, especially with Fudge later on and him not believing that the Dark Lord is, is returned. And she's done, went and made a prophecy about it, and it's sitting somewhere. You mean the one when Harry was in the room? Yes, when oh. Harry was in the room. So is that prophecy made some does someone look at that and say, okay, we have the prophecy. We know the one. We know the one about the chosen one. We know it's on row 97. Yeah. We know it was Sybil Trelawney. And now Sybil's just made another one, a, a, like a true prophecy. Yeah. Not just seeing with the inner eye or making a little, because I think those other things are not like true prophecies. They're right. No, just, no. Yeah, not every prediction <laughs> becomes a prophecy. And, yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, but look how many they had in there, by the way. I mean, that's just the, the, the well, they talk about it in the book as well. Mm-hmm. Look at how many prophecies were in the freaking True. Department of Mysteries. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, Are but those anyways, just the prophecies from British people, I guess? Do, I would say so, probably. Yeah. So here is the, like, how do they know? So um, option one, prophecies have to be reported to the ministry by those to whom they were made. Like, that's a law, perhaps. Mm -hmm. So Dumbledore had reason to inform the ministry on the first prophecy. He needed the ministry to help him locate and protect the family of the chosen one. Dumbledore didn't know at the moment who the prophecy was about. Uh, Excuse me. Or B, Dumbledore told Harry that nobody would learn of Trelawney's second prophecy, indicating that without Harry's report, the ministry and everybody else would have no way of knowing. So if you look at it like that, like if that's the way it operates is that the person who has to make the prophecy has to report it. So Dumbledore reports the first one. But did Harry report the second one? That so if that's you do the, have to report no 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 that. that's just a, that's a just we don't know I'm, okay I, okay if you can look up and see if there's an actual okay. answer for that I'm not mm-hmm. sure the option number two here is that the ministry learns of the prophecies automatically like you were yeah. talking about yeah. it's just that a prophecy is made boom a, a, a an orb is then brought in I, I was thinking they check somebody's memory and they pull out their memory and they kind of see you know that the prophecy was made so I don't really remember how that goes down. But this person is sort of saying that, yeah, the ministry may be one of two things. Either the person reports it, who the prophecy was made Mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. or the ministry learns about the prophecy automatically. Mm -hmm. So, like, if that's the case, if the ministry does learn about the prophecy automatically, then why is there such questioning, I guess, from from Cornelius Fudge? It's still fear. Still, they're afraid. But could they not then go to the public and the daily prophet with a prediction made by Trelawney. Well, I mean, again, her, her, she, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Because for her to be protected, I think no one really know, like very few know about that. Right. I mean, like that's, it's just a, it's not like we went out there and it was really super, they want to protect Harry Potter and they didn't want that prediction to be out there. I don't know how many people know about that prediction being made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, who t- keeps track of all the prophecies in there? I'm sure there is someone and who, who sees new prophecies come, if that's the case, come into existence. Uh, but 
let's let's say okay you are a ministry worker in that department cornelius fudge has made his decision this is the way he wants to go and you're like should i I tell him or should i just keep quiet and get my salary and get out of here and live my good life and not get into trouble with this Right, right. But I forgot something major. So okay. isn't it that the on, only the person who the prophecy is made, um, like, the, like only Harry or oh, Voldemort? Oh, can hear it. Yeah, you're right. So that one there would be only, only Harry or Voldemort could retrieve it, although true. Dumbledore uh, true, true, and, true. and Severus Snape were both privy to it because they heard it live. Right. But to, but to, to, to yeah. actually retrieve the prophecy... Like it won't speak, or you, you like you could grab it off the shelf, True. but it's not going to say yeah. anything to you unless you are that person, right? So, for example, Lucius couldn't use it at all because right, he has yeah, to give it to Voldemort. Not, he's not part of the prophecy, and he is not part of the, like he's not in the prophecy, and it was not made to him. So yeah, I, I, th- I think so. So in this situation, like the second one is so Trelawney is making a prediction about Peter Pettigrew returning to Lord Voldemort. Right, so the Dark Lord yeah. and Peter Pettigrew, and it's not really concerning Harry Potter. He just is the person who no, heard yeah, yes. the prophecy. So Peter could have gone to the ministry and picked it up because he's part yes. of that prophecy. Yeah, yeah. If you're allowed to, I don't know if that's I don't know what the rules are. Like if they just let people, come, hey, no. they, hey, there was a prophecy made about you, um, Lottie. Come on in here. We got a prophecy <laughs> for you. We want you to pick up and uh, you know, that's crazy. It's crazy. So I just I guess think about that for a second. You know if. If they would have, if Harry reports that, and does he? I'm trying to remember what he does. Does he tell? Does he tell Dumb? I mean, like that's kind of that would help your cause later on when the Dark Lord returns. Well, prophecy was made. Mm-hmm. Okay, we go look. There's Sybil Trelawney. We can't really, you know, know or or understand. Yeah. So, done. I'm gonna have to do some digging on this now. Truly, I'm thinking of short ideas as as we talk. You know, <laughs> in terms of what can I what can I make that would be really. Uh, a, a good question and uh, make us think more about that second prophecy. So, Sybil Patricia, yeah. minister here. A prophecy record was a spun glass sphere- spherical object used to record a prophecy. The orbs contained swirling mist and were kept in the Hall of Prophecies inside the Department of Mysteries. Many were sub- subsequently destroyed in the Battle of. Oh, mm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Only those mentioned in the prophecy could remove remove the record from the hall. Okay. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Only those mentioned. That means not even Dumbledore no. could have gone and retreated. No, it was only... Only Harry. Only Harry, yeah. Wow, but they don't really say how it comes into existence. And, and they yeah, don't even necessarily... Know when And Harry's, right, it's super obscure. Like, the, And then you're talking about the Dark Lord. Is she talking about which, you know, yeah. this Dark Lord or a Dark Lord to come or, or, or whatever? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no names listed in there necessarily. So... Yeah. We don't always know exactly who that individual is. We were guessing that it would be that we would find out that once the Dark Lord marks Harry, that it was about Harry. But before that, Dumbledore is protecting two people, so it's it's not like they could. I mean, I guess they could have maybe if they suspected those two people taking him into yeah. um, the uh, Department of, of Mysteries or whatever mm-hmm. in, in, into the place where they keep the prophecies and had both of them try to retrieve it. I don't know if there's something bad that happens to you. Are you cursed, or is there curses on the like? Yeah, I need to look into all the mm. mechanics of it because yeah, kind of um, kind of a cool, fascinating topic. So, anyways, there we go, friends. So your conclusion about she's Sybil legit. Trelawney. She's legit. She 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 one hundred percent knows. 
Um, it's just her presentation. It's yes. just <laughs> she could. it's the way she maybe mixes things up yeah. and is she's working with kids. I, I think I know. Right. I mean, and actually, I think that helps her. I think that she has more confidence with her inner eye with them. OK. And I think with adults and other established wizards, she gets a little more like more timid and, and uh, starts to like me sometimes starts to stutter a little bit and starts mm-hmm. to kind of struggle with the words. <laughs> so you're like, OK, that would affect and cloud her inner eye which makes them go she's a fraud so then it's it's even worse because she then hears that feedback and she's like okay i i I didn't um make a good cool awesome prediction for them and so now i'm kind of reinforcing what they think yeah yeah true so yeah here it is stated it was never stated how the record of a prophecy was made as dumbledore never elaborated on it beyond saying that he was present at its revelation Mm mm-hmm when it was made. That's why this, this user is, is is putting forward two different ideas. So yeah. either the ministry learns of the prophecies automatically or the prophecies have to be reported to the ministry by those to whom they were made. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of them could be really old prophecies that just never were touched and right. no one ever even knew about them and they're just in there. So yeah. for whatever reason. Wow. Do you think that those prophecies go back to the... Hogwarts legacy? Know. Yeah. Yeah. And even further... Definitely could be. Founding of Hogwarts, whenever, back But But then it's like, you don't even know. Like, that's 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 the problem. You you probably have sort of, okay, are, is there anybody who was still alive during that time? Oh, yeah. I wonder you know? if they just vanish once everyone who was in the prophecy oh. ceases to exist. Yeah, maybe they do. In this world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, clean yeah. some cl- clean some room off of, of the shelf. Because yeah. if no one else can grab them. And is that like a, de- uh, is that the Department of, um, um, yeah, is that the department itself sort of putting those enchantments on mm. those orbs so that way no one can take them? Or is that a part of the process itself? What is the magic Right, yeah. It's that? just a mystery. It's a mystery. We all know. There's a We're lot of sure. things uh, in the Department of Mysteries that are mysteries. Yeah. yeah. There they are. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, yeah, I'm mystified. Right. Have you ever, has anyone ever, I mean, you said you had some readings and stuff just for fun, but has anyone ever made a prophecy that came true? Oh, if you guys have, oh my gosh, if you've had prophetic dreams or if you're into that or you want to pull a card for Lottie and I or something, and it does a little scary, right? Somebody's pulling tarot cards for us. But I mean, you know, I, I don't know, like, hey, start to channel a little bit. Um, let us know. You know, that'd be kind of yeah. cool. Be fun. A little spooky element to the. Yeah, I love, uh, yeah, it's. It's a lot of fun to yeah. think about that. Even though, yeah, I do want to one day take you to Salem, and actually, yes, there's a lot of palm fun. reading and a lot of different stuff in that <laughs> in that town. There's a lot. They really take up a sort of lot like, of money to be made. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I think it's fun if you if you go in with a good positive fun, just to have fun. Yeah, uh, type of spirit. I think it is pretty cool. So, okay, hey uh, friends, thank you guys so much for listening here. Uh, you have been listening to Harry Potter Hangout Theories from Tenworth, friends. We appreciate you tuning in to Radio 94.7, TRZY. I don't know why I took over. You just took over. Go ahead. I think I saw that in my future. We hope you will join us in the future. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Your own predictions and theories, then send us a message at Fleur and Bill on Instagram or send us now at Fleur and Bill at gmail.com. I guarantee nobody predicted this outro. Oh, people, some not even like, me. So, no, not even me. Some people are kind of like, uh, do they pre-record their intro and outro? No. no. You got to stick around the whole time, okay? But hey, again, thanks for hanging out here at Shell Cottage. 
Um, hope y'all have a wonderful week. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Oh, by the way, before we uh, <laughs> tune <What>? out here, <laughs> I just wanted to mention uh, we created some designs, and we just opened our little shell cottage shop so if you want to stop yeah. by follow the link down below underneath this episode if you uh just want to check out our fun potter themed shell cottage yeah. themed merch yeah they, they are really cool they are really cool designs and we'll mention it in the main episode too because i want folks to kind of uh go check it out and they're gonna be linked into our youtube videos and everything so we yeah. are go support the podcast excited excited the lottie is killing it and she's making more designs. it was just really cool. a lot of fun yeah we're gonna get somewhere i'm gonna con <laughs> and we're gonna have a good we're gonna have a good time with them so uh all right well this time for real thanks for hanging out in shell cottage <laughs> we hope that you have a wonderful day a wonderful week a wonderful month summer life year we hope you have a wonderful life and uh take care we will see you guys next time Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.